0: Welcome to She Critiques, where we discuss the new, the old, all things cinema. I'm Mercedes, television producer, certified reviewer, and all around movie buff. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode.
1: Hello. Hi. okay, that's so much better. (laughs) So much better. That was like super duper stressful. <laughs> it was.
0: Well, Renisa Crosby, welcome to the Shoe Critiques podcast. We
1: well, thank I you. made
0: God. it on here, like listening. Finally. I
1: know. Finally. I know. I'm so excited. So first of
0: all, um, I said, first of all, Love Jones is by far my favorite movie. Of all time. It's definitely in, like, it's my top five. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, when I discuss Love Jones, it has to be, like, I got to be able to kiki and, like, right, right, right. And, have, and have a good time. Like, I can't just discuss that with another brainy critic who come <laughs> for every little
1: thing. Like, I got to be able to just, like, girl, because Darius. Darius is, like, <laughs> Darius just does something to my soul. He just, like. Let me do some housekeeping. Okay.
0: Right. So, Love Jones came out in 1997. It's about two urban African Americans, Darius, played by Lorenz Tate, an aspiring writer, and Nina by Nina Lo- Nia Long, uh, who's an aspiring photographer. They share an instant connection after a chance meeting at a Chicago club. The two bond over music, poetry, and photography and eventually become a torrid romance however when nina decides to move to new york city and mend her relationship with her ex it leaves darius heartbroken and the couple's future is in jeopardy so renisa yes why do we love love jones so much
1: so love jones is like a story that just like i'm telling you i watch it and i just be like this the whole time like the whole time I watch I'm just smiling so big because it's just one of those it's like a feel good. So my favorite movies are like romantic romantic comedies but these type of romantics are just I'm just they just get to me. They just do something to me. Love I guess I'm a hopeless romantic. Love Jones feels so damn good.
0: It feels blackety black. Yeah,
1: first of all. <laughs> For starters, black black black.
0: black. Okay. And it just feels so damn good. Like even the opening sequence of like they show a bunch of photography or just people in Chicago, like black people. It's
1: in black and white. Like it just feels so damn good. it feels so good. I Love Jones is just like whenever I'm having a day. I'm like, let me go watch Love, Jones because I just, I need to feel good.
0: Yes, um, I will definitely say that um, it's one of them films that definitely, like, grabs you and just kind of, you just engulf in it. Mm-hmm. I am going to, we can't even start this diving into it until we talk about this scene in particular, so let me cue you up. Uh. Little something I've been working on. It's new. I call it uh a blues for Nina. I'm gonna stop it right there. Let's talk about Mr. Lorenz Tate's uh performance in Love Jones. Let's talk about this.
1: So, for me, first of all, I love Lorenz Tate. His range is crazy. Lorenz Tate went from being O dog in what is that, Minister Society? Yes. To being Mr. Renaissance Man in Love Jones, like. Lorenz Tate can literally do no wrong in my eyes. No wrong. Even how he looks now, Lorenz Tate still looks like he's 25. No, seriously. Right. No, he
0: really, really does. Him and Love Jones was like, I know he called himself like he's, you know, ne- Nina joked that he was a renaissance black man because he was mm-hmm. right. and poetry and, you know, he writes yes, an yes. Right, right, like, right. I don't know, um, what the Chicago life was. They said it was, like, big in the day to do to go to the poetry spot, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. But Lorenz comes across as, even though he was, like, sensitive with his poetry and all that, he still came across as an alpha male to me. Oh, to
1: absolutely. Me. Absolutely. But then the only thing, like, that was the ultimate shoot-your-shot. Like, the ultimate. It was, like, swish like (laughs) ultimate future shot because he met her at the bar he fumbled at the bar spilled his drink and all of that and then he was like all right i'm gonna make up for it Mm -hmm. It just put it right on the spot like how do you respond to somebody doing a whole damn poem
0: about you in front of a room full of people like how do you even respond to that I i don't know
1: I mean <laughs> it never happened. How get married at this point? Like, I mean, that's like you just asked me to marry you. That's what happened. Listen. And <laughs> then as far as
0: uh these other characters as well, because you know, Neil Long and Lorenz Tate carried this film. Right. But there's so many unsung heroes in here as well. Oh, absolutely. Right? Between Bill Bellamy, uh Lisa Nicole Carson. What is old girl's name with the, uh, let me get her name. I think Bernadette Speaks. That's her name. Bernadette, Bernadette. that was Nina's friend. That was Josie? Yes. No, no, no. Oh. Josie was uh Lisa Nicole Carson. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. The one who owned the shop was uh, right. Bernadette Speaks. Then you got Isaiah Washington. Like, it was just so infused with this black-ass cast. Right. Who must have been, I don't know if they was in touch with their... Inner anything like something was oozing out of everybody so who would you say stands
1: out for you in the cast so my guy was um Isaiah Washington uh Savon Vaughn <laughs> I loved him because he was just like you don't know nothing till you get married like you don't know you get married and then tell me how it goes mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I loved him because he was like um, the friend that told you not what you wanted to hear, but just like kept it just a buck the whole time. And I love that about him. Be- That's important. You need that friend. Because yeah. um Nina's friend, Josie, I know if I don't know about her. I don't know about her. Cause she kind of like walked her down the wrong path. Like, yeah, girl. how would you say? How'd she walk her down? when she went out with, um, the friend. Oh, when she hooked her up with, um. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Um, Savon, to me, Isaiah Washington's character, right? Mm-hmm. He said, when that Jones come down on you, it's a bad one. <laughs> it's a bad <laughs> like, Okay. Listen, and he ain't never stirred his homeboy wrong because honestly, right. you do fall in love he was right there asking his homeboy, like, so what you think? Like, you think this is this? Like, you think
1: you'll be all over the place. Darius was all over the place. Like, play us. I know play us. Like, like, two- no, we're just <laughs> chilling. Like, and he like, nah, I can see it. It's written all over your face. <laughs> all over your face. And let me tell you something. I usually play like two scenes
0: in each episode from mm-hmm. one from each film. But Love Joe's got too many damn scenes that I could, I could play the whole movie up in here, but I'm going to play this scene because you just spoke about my girl Josie and how she, uh, you know, she was telling Nina all too much. Mm We're going to discuss this scene right here.
1: You fucked up, didn't you? You weren't even gonna tell me. You ain't slick. You can't keep that kind of shit from me. <laughs> I can't believe you
0: fucked him on the first date. How? Slick oh, happy! How? Girl, I didn't I didn't plan to. It just sorta of happened. He just sort of slipped and fell on his dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, alright. It was like. It was like his dick just...
0: cole carson is mm-hmm. because in that scene she's literally like listening to her friend and nina nia long has all the verbiage like she has all the dialogue she's the one doing all the talking but just yeah. her looks of like damn
1: girl oh, <laughs> what, do you say? what what makes you make after that and then what and then what girl yeah.
0: She was, a, I think she was definitely a scene stiller in that regard. Like mm-hmm. that was, uh, that was executed so well. Cause she, yeah. just, and you know what I read before the director said, um, when he wrote that scene, you know, he wrote that she, you know, she's just listening, mm-hmm. she's listening as Nina describes what her night was like with Darius. And how he said Lisa Nicole just took that and like made it her own. Like, oh, okay. No, this man, okay. Like,
1: what? <laughs> and what else? And what did, he, what did he say to you, girl? What did <laughs> it say? <laughs> and that's like, per, that's exactly how it goes. Like when you on the phone with your girlfriend or like, you know, when y'all get together and you talking about like what your night was like with your boo. And it's like, and what face did you meet? And what, and what he said? And you said, what? you know because you want every detail and I think she did she definitely executed that perfectly them two as friends was
0: nice to watch too like them too I think they had good chemistry as well like we know uh Nia Long and and Lorenz Tay had good chemistry but right. Lisa Nicole and Nia Long had good chemistry as a friendship too so I like that um any other characters we can give a little highlight of course
1: Miss Miss Nina I know she was just she was, um, she was like, not broken, but she was just coming out of something and she was all over the place. And she done slipped
0: and fell into something and it wound up being something that she really liked. Like, it'd be like that sometimes too. Like once you, you get out of a situation and you ain't been looking for nothing. And then all of a sudden it's like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> hey, i hey, doing?
1: Because he definitely showed up at her door. Like, first of all, <laughs> if that is not like, if that happened today in 2020, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> in 97, it was different because it was no cell phones, no social media. Like, you didn't have any other way to find somebody outside of like running into them. Homeboy got the information off the check. And the friend was like, no, I'm not getting, no. And he must have, I don't, it didn't really, it wasn't clear if she like actually gave it to him or if he just had like bionic eyes and he like wrote it down mm-hmm. in his memory real quick, you know, showed up at her door. What would you do?
0: Showed up at her door. Well, actually, I don't know the space I'm in right now. Somebody find, <laughs> on her. show up at my <laughs> I ain't turning nobody away. <laughs> No. Well, listen okay um another one of my favorite scenes was definitely the god is a woman scene i just love okay. the way it felt that first little date them dancing on the floor at the jamaican spot like it was oh, just that was it the perfect first date like riding on you put me on your little motorcycle and you just like
1: gonna take me to the spot over here and you gotta listen And <laughs> was my favorite one was the second date i like the second date which one was the second day? Where did they go? They the went day? to when she invited him to like the fancy party and they were Chicago stepping. Oh, I love the Chicago stepping scene. Yeah. 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 And what? then they went back to the house.
0: Why was your she... face so damn smooth? Why he so smooth? No. Uh, he was gliding <sighs> on the damn dance floor. What? Gliding gate, like <laughs> I want somebody to take me stepping. I want
1: somebody to take me stepping. Okay. You know how to step. No, but (laughs) that's a good no, that's a good date. That's a good date. Because if he knows how to step,
0: he could leave.
1: Exactly. Leave me, my man. So as far
0: as black love cinema, like in the cinema of it all, right? We don't see a lot of um depictions of black love in cinema. Well, actually, no, I feel like the nineties was an era of like a lot of black oh for sure a lot of black love stories so we got Mm -hmm. a lot of it but what a lot of people say now about love jones in particular is that it was a little toxic right okay toxic love because they were both kind of playing games with each other like she you know she said josie told her you know just tell him that you're going and you know if he ain't got nothing to say then you leave his ass and teach him a lesson and you know and
1: (laughs) so nina follows this advice and it was terrible <laughs> advice it was terrible so that's have- my thing about josie josie gave was giving her <laughs> messed up advice i you know i don't know if i could cuss but she was giving her fucked up advice yeah no like
0: Please.
1: it was not it was not good advice what should you have told her to do i don't know i feel like you have to be honest i've When you're dating, it's very important when you're dating someone and you like them, but you guys kind of have like no real commitment. Like you haven't had that, like we're exclusive talk, you know, it's best to be honest, you know, but I don't know. I mean, I personally would have been like, "Mm -mm, girl, I would not go to New York because Really? So would you, uh, if you were telling me and I'm like, niece, I
0: got a job opportunity in LA and it's amazing. But this dude, I'm seeing, he, you know, he feeling me. I'm feeling him. It's been cool. What, what, what advice would you give me?
1: Well, so... Okay, let me think back. Because <laughs> I thought that she was going to New York Oh, to, to see... For Marvin. That's yeah. his name, Marvin. Right? She was going to New York for Marvin, and while she was there, she was gonna, you know, fish her resume around and things like that. Now... That's true. If she led with, I'm to go, you know, this is where my dream job is. This is where I think my career can flourish and I'm gonna see Marvin while I'm there. Then it will be like, all right. But I feel like she was, I'm going to see Marvin. And if a job come about because I'm going there to see Marvin, then okay. So if I would have said I'm going, it's a dude out in LA that wants me to come
0: see him, but I got something good going on over here, you would have told me just stay where you at. You got something good. No,
1: no, no. Because you know, I'm I'm all about this paper. So <laughs> if that was the premise, if that was the whole premise of it, like you know, this is what I'm going for, and then I'ma see uh Marvin while I'm there, then all right. Talk to your new friend tell him, like, you know, this is what's going on. I mean, she really didn't have to tell him about Marvin, but, you know, because they weren't technically exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. So they was having the same problems in the
0: 90s that we do in these 2000s. You know, things never change. (laughs) Ain't nothing (laughs) new under the damn sun. Nothing. Um, So then also another uh, toxic moment, okay? So when she comes back, And you know she's trying to act like I ain't gonna call him. Like you know, I'll I'll, I'll call him tomorrow.
1: You know, I'll call him when I feel like it.
0: Exactly, trying to play, trying to play tough in front of your Mm homegirls. And then you see him uh, kicking it with the new girl. She starts to go out with Wood.
1: What's his name? Wood. Hollywood. I can't. Girl okay, what hers a whole her- that now that was like uh-uh. so of all the men in Chicago, you chose his friend in the same circle. Come on, so do you think because I mean, and they never really
0: set this up for that, but I do think she was trying to make him jealous. You, you couldn't possibly have just went out with the friend just to oh, well,
1: my homegirls hooked us up. She knew that was going to make him angry. Right. So I don't, I didn't get that she was trying to make him jealous. I didn't get that. I think that she was just kind of unsure and he was like charismatic and she was like, all right. So I feel like she thought they was just going to go to dinner and that was going to be it. now. I like, I feel like she was all game for dinner. Cause you know, we like, we like to go to dinner. <laughs> So then when he was like, oh, let's slide through my friend house, that's, you can see, like, where she kind of got a little uneasy. But see, that,
0: but the thing is, she went out with him more than once. The dinner, and the dinner was one night, and then she went to the friend house a totally different day. That was two different Um, I didn't, I never knew that. I thought that was the same day. Two different outfits. And that's why when Darius said something to her, like, you've been kicking it, running around town with my homeboy.
1: She was running around town boy you right you right I don't know I don't think that I don't necessarily think that she was doing that to make him jealous I think that she was just trying to kick it a little bit I don't I didn't get that I think that she got caught up she was in a little over her head but I didn't get like trying to make him jealous was it a foolish choice yeah absolutely you should have not been kicking it with the homie you cannot remember wait what was that danger smash the homie
0: (laughs) great day girl but no because i think that the sad part is and i'm just thinking about this and coming to my own conclusion about it Mm -hmm. the sad part is with this film i think the women have to take the l because oh for sure it's the one who fucked up she was the one who ran off to New York, like Darius said, ran off to New
1: York. Then you come back and you kicking it with my homeboy. Like honestly, Darius hasn't done anything wrong. No, he really hasn't. I think the only thing he did wrong was when Homegirl called and he ain't like dead the conversation. But like it still wasn't exclusive. But okay exclusive or not this woman is laying next to you in your bed it's like five o'clock in the morning it's rude so i feel like he should have dead that conversation in that moment but he rolled up out of the bed and went to go speak to her and talk about god knows what it could have been as simple as i think i left my phone book because you know this is the 90s i think i left my phone book or can you give me the number two I don't know. Cousin Lisa, I don't know. Anything. It could have been anything. But he definitely... So I think that in that moment, she was already feeling uh, I guess like insecure. Yeah. But she was only insecure because of her own like fuck-ups. Because
0: she said to him, I feel like I can't trust you. And now he went ballistic like, Heffa, you
1: the one that's been doing all the X, Y, and Z. You talk about you can't trust me? Now you can't trust me. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. So I think that because she was projecting her own shit onto onto him, yeah, and that's when that's where the whole complete breakdown came in. Yeah, he was like, "I'm sick of your shit." Like, <laughs> nah, because you ain't you ain't gonna do this to me. Why would you wanna be with somebody you can't trust? I love. Her. <laughs> yeah. He went off. It was like and was dead serious. Like when she came back and gave him his key and, he, and she threw it at him, he said. <laughs> close my door behind you. <laughs> close your own door. Close it, close your own door. I would have left this door wide open. Listen, okay. Um, The music in this film too. I'm I mean, I've been singing uh, that song. For like three days, walking through my office, you know I got office meets Don't even care. What is a penny like, with a hole in it? Okay. Like with a pen, like a penny with a hole in it. <laughs> bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. It's my jam. It's about. It's a whole about. I don't even. I can't even think
0: of that song without thinking. Like you, you hear Jones. that song, all you think is Love Jones. Like it's connect. It's
1: my favorite song on that uh playlist on that um soundtrack is Escape um, in the Rain. I oh. wanna go outside, hey. go, outside. go outside. That no, that I'm is my in jam. The rain. I didn't know that was Escape. Yes, girl.
0: Yeah, I didn't know. Yes, okay. girl. No worries. What do we take away from the film Love Jones? Life takeaways. So, not playing with these men, ladies.
1: I would say,
0: I'm talking to myself right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely say, like, don't be so prideful. Like, it's okay to like somebody. It really is okay to like somebody. It's okay to hook up on the first date and to like somebody. It's okay. It, <laughs> it is, oh, practice safe sex, y'all. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. Like. It's really okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you like someone and I, if you like someone and that person like if you feel that it's like reciprocal, go for it. Ooh. Like all your preconceived notions in your head, your traumas, like everything. Like, no, because what if he, what if he so I always think like, I'm like, I love before and I love again. Like I just love. You know what, that's a good point, because I feel
0: like after you got your heart broken the first time, it's like, people say, oh, you just get numb. You don't get numb. I think you just learn how to recover. That Absolutely. first time, it hurts so bad, because you, like, I've never experienced this before. Like, the world is coming to an end. How do mm-hmm. I put myself back together? I think you just get better at putting yourself back together. Absolutely. So well, like, I,
1: mean, again, I guess it depends on, like, the caliber of the heartbreak like what they did, like how no, the breakup true. goes. That's true. That's true. Cause if it's like if everything is amicable and y'all just be like, you know, it's just not working, like you said, and it's like you cry for a little bit, but you say, you know, you pick yourself up and put the pieces back together. But then it's like if he cheat on you with your best friend, it's just it's like ugh. Yeah, now somebody got to die. That's different.
0: Right. <laughs> 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 now somebody got to die and they mama. It's over. Okay, so moving along, we paralleled Love Jones to the new 2020 film The Photograph, starring Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield. Quick housekeeping on The Photograph. Uh, When famed photographer Christina Ames dies unexpectedly, she leaves her estranged daughter, May, hurt, angry, and full of questions. When May finds a photograph tucked away in a safe deposit box, she she soon finds herself delving into her mother's early life an investigation that leads to an unexpected romance with the rising
1: journalist. So the photograph <clears throat> the photograph is another is just it make it gives me the feels. Does it okay so the parallels for me from Love
0: Jones to the photograph mm-hmm. I see how they pay homage to Love Jones you know mm-hmm. with two artistic people Um, that black love, that brown chocolate cocoa butter feels so good kind of love. Anytime I see Issa on screen, I'm smiling anyway. Me too. And then Lakeith does a little he did something for me in this film too. Yes,
1: he really did. He's like that um, artsy, fartsy type of guy. Like he posted a picture on Instagram of his nipple, like it was just his nipple. It was really strange, but he just has like a a confidence that's like um sexy. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. kind of like something about
0: the fact that he's not afraid to be weird. Yes, makes him sexy. But for me, like I've seen him and stuff here and there, but this film for me kind of made me look take a second and look. Like, oh, mm-hmm. something going on. You know um as far as did they execute this i don't feel like they executed this film well i don't know where the holes are in this film for me but it just feels so open like it's like it was it didn't feel like love jones did love jones made you feel something
1: this time like it made me mm -hmm. feel what else happened what what, what i missed i must have missed something So it definitely made me, makes me feel like I need more. Like there's like something missing. Like I need it like a little bit more. It was like a, a super romantic and it had like some comedy behind it, but super romantic. So, you know, the hopeless romantic in me is just kind of like, oh, Mm -hmm. I want them to work. Like, yeah, that's how it made me feel. I think, um... What's the guy's name? He played his name. Lil Rel? Not Lil Rel, The one that was her mom's boyfriend. Issa cheated with.
0: Oh, the- yes, girl. <laughs> talk about uh Wylan. His name yes. is Wylan Noel. Yes, girl. He's he's some
1: kind of fine, ain't he? Ain't he? He's he some- was even fine in a movie with his little afro. It was like this big. It was yes. super cute. Um I, I really like this movie um, because it was so, like, everybody was just so in love. Yeah, I, I don't know. It felt like a knockoff to me of Love Jones. Like so... They, go uh-huh. ahead. No, I was going to say, so there were, like, a lot of um, Love Jonesy parts, like, um, after they... Um, when the storm happened, and yeah. they hooked up. Yeah. And then they went to... Um, the brother's house, Lil' yeah. Real, his name was Kyle. And they went to Kyle's house and they're like, oh, well, what'd you guys do? What'd you do? And so, you know, so when Issa walked out, wait, May, when May walked out and he was like, they were like, you got something written all over your face. Is it Yoruba? Is it, you know, so it was just kind of like the same kind of thing. And he was like, nah, I'm just, we just chilling. So it's kind of like, on um, Love Jones when they were in the pool hall and he was like, we just kicking it. Yeah, it he, like, yeah.
0: I thought that lot was lot really cute. They did a lot of nods to Love Jones. Yeah. And I just feel like, I mean, we're definitely in this era, like this Issa Rae, Lena Waif era where they're in our age bracket. We grew right. up on these films. So I get wanting to like pay, to pay homage, homage. Right. or you want something that feels like Love Jones. And I just don't think. For me it didn't hit the mark but i'm not gonna knock it <laughs> i'm not gonna knock it because it's a black film with black right. characters starring i just
1: like now the yeah. soundtrack to this was have you listened to it i haven't who's on? oh it? it's so good so it's a jazz um so i mean the music in the it was um i wanted her it's um Anderson Pack. Okay, it's like the opening song. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Oh, it's such a good time. It's such a good time. I like. I love a movie that has a good soundtrack. Yeah. Like um, you know, you have talked about it before. The Wait Until Exhale soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Love Jones has a soundtrack like that, and I think that this movie too has a soundtrack where you could just put it on and like scrub your baseboards and mop the floor and fold your laundry like it's one of those like just like a vibe yes. like the candles while you're cooking Sunday dinner
0: now do you think as far as this film goes I was going mm-hmm. to end it with the life takeaways so let me recap the storyline real quick because mm-hmm. you know she's um Issa's character is kind of running away from love in a way right her that she's not going to do it right once again mm-hmm. these women is <laughs> we got to take the L on some of this I'm really like now that I think about it even with oh girl love and basketball that's a different episode but we got to take Woo! we got to take the L on some of these why, why am I just not realizing this but so Ethan's afraid May her character is afraid of like falling in love or thinking that she's going to do it wrong so right. she's not really giving him the open door her heart's kind of blocked in that way until so she figured out almost where she comes from
1: Right, right, right. So, life takeaways in that regard. So, I think, like, um, because she didn't know where she came from, she just knew, you know, I mean, she didn't even know who her, her real dad was until, you know, the story progressed. If you don't know who you are, like, who you really, really are, how you can't, how can you love, you know, especially... You know, her relationship with her mom, she was looking for her mom's approval. She was looking for her mom's love. She was looking for her mom to be there. So she doesn't know. She didn't know how to properly love because she didn't think that she was shown. You know, her mom loved her the way she knew how to love her. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you get that kind of love from a parent and it feels like you're missing something. And so you don't want to put that onto somebody else. So I feel like until you know who you are, until you are for certain with yourself, how you can't love somebody else.
0: Yeah. And I, I mean, I would sum that up to say, do your work. Absolutely. Do your work, everybody. You study on, you figure out your test. I'm going to figure out mine. Mm-hmm. Let's do our work
1: and, uh, and then jump into something. Absolutely. Because when you become, cause you're not even a whole per, not that you're not a whole person, but you're not whole at that, that point. You yeah. don't know there's pieces missing pieces to your puzzle are missing. Some is in the toy box. You got a couple on the table. It's a couple down the street somewhere. You got to f- piece it all together first before you can jump into a relationship. And I think that, um, by finding, you know, reading her mother's letter, her mother telling, you know, giving her her full truth in a letter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and going to where her mother is from and meeting her biological father and just learning about herself, she was then able to hop on a plane and get on over to um, mm-hmm. wherever. Yeah.
0: I mean, otherwise your trauma just keep
1: kicking up. Oh, absolutely. She had to face
0: her trauma or figure out where the trauma was coming from. Right, right, right. So that was the photograph. Um, that was Love Jones and the photograph. Mm-hmm. So first of all, thank you so much. You know, I Thank love you.
1: you for having me. You know I love you, girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's say, let's give uh, Miss Bernice Crosby a warm thank you,
1: everyone, mm-hmm. if she critiques audience. And plug your podcast as well. So I am one half of the Personal Space Podcast. Um, My good girlfriend and I, we record every week. We uh, talk about love, these kids, work, just life, just love life and motherhood. You know, we two millennial moms just trying to figure it out. Um, We are at the Personal Space Podcast on all platforms. Hi, guys. Check it out, y'all. Check it out. Thank you, Miss Raisa Crosby. Thank you,
0: Mercedes. On this week's episode of the She Critiques podcast, we are discussing one of my favorite movies of all time, Love Jones, starring Nia Long and Lorenz Tate. And for my Chic of the Week, we're talking The Photograph, starring Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield. For my guest, I had to call on one of my sister friends, Renisa Crosby. Renisa is one half of the Personal Space podcast, a podcast dedicated to all things pop culture with everyday doses of everyday life from her perspective of motherhood alongside her co-host Adasha. I knew I wanted to talk about this film. But I just had to get somebody on here, y'all, that I knew I could really vibe with and get the job done right. And Rainisa and I have such a rapport that this conversation just flowed seamlessly. This is my last episode for season one of the podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed our time together. These past few months for me have been nothing short of amazing. After today, I will catch you guys in the new year around February with lots more to chat about. For now, please enjoy my season finale episode. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Chic Critiques. I'm your host, Mercedes. You can find me on all platforms at Chic Critiques. That's C-H-I-C-C-R-I-T-I-Q-U-E-S. And we look forward to the engagement and all the feedback. Take care.